The cat climbs up on the kitchen table, sits down in the middle of the newspaper, looks at its owner, and his thought balloon says, feed me. She looks up at the cat, and the thought next thought balloon says, feed me, a little bit thicker lined. The old lady turns and yells, Earl. I think Muffin wants to go outside. <laughs> Next panel, Earl's got Muffin by the scruff and carrying him out to the door. And the thought balloon now says, why do I even bother to try and to talk to these people? Hello and welcome to episode 259 of Under the Call of MS. Uh, let's see, health-wise health today, there's not really much. We had our first patients getting paid conference type meeting this morning, and I actually made it on that for once. So I finally got to meet some of the members. That was enjoyable. And then we had to do a little, a little bit of some type of exploration into some work or getting something done and then we met back up and it was an interesting little trial segment so getting deeper into that so if you are a patient of any type of disability and you're looking for means to better your current work affairs or get into some new lines of work or stuff you can do from home or different chronic preneurships and stuff like that. Check out Patients Getting Paid. It's newly launched this last week and they're just starting to get things going, but look into that. Sadly, if you didn't know about it until now. You missed out on the early bird access and stuff like that. But it's a good way to meet some other chronicpreneurs, people that are trying to figure ways to make some sort of living when your body doesn't let you do the things it used to be able to do. It's, I've been going nuts lately because driving around and seeing so many help line signs. It's like just down the road, they're looking for cooks for 18 20 bucks an hour there's tons of places giving cooks 25 on up starting out and it's just i just want to walk in start working but don't know if i'd last an hour a day a month a year never know how long it's gonna your body's gonna allow you to do things until it says screw it i'm out of here but yeah, it's so looking into the different chronicpreneurships and trying to find some new means, new ways to boost promotions, get the podcast out more, and things like that. So check it out. You may know Kathy Regan Young from FUMS, giving the monster the middle finger. She's the one who started this up, and 
got it going. So, but other than that, health wise, uh, I was checking out some stuff on some immunity. Oh, immunity boosting uh, thoughts, things to help advance your immunity, make your protect yourself against the elements and stuff like that. But I learned because I listened to some you could call them herbalists and different types of doctors that work with uh, many types of herbs and they can judge people about by looking into their eyes and seeing like the discoloration and stuff in their eyes and their skin and their body, their nails and stuff and kind of tell what their system is lacking, what it needs, what it's crying out for. And they can help you get on some type of routine that can help you rebalance your body and get your system back up and running the way it should. Because many of us are putting stuff in our system that disagrees with us. And some of us are overdoing the things that they think are good for them. And it's really basically overbalancing their natural uh, body's amount that it carries. uh, Different levels of our vitamins and minerals and everything else. The metals in our body, everything. But he was talking, the one gentleman I listened to, he also has MS and he is a doctor and he has an herbalist and he has his own business in the UK. You can get set up for uh, different types of natural remedies right through their company and stuff. Uh, I don't have it in front of me right now, but I've talked about it on the podcast in the past. But he was talking today about uh, boosting the immunity, immune system. And uh, he was mentioning how examples of like different type blood types and what those blood types represent, where they came from back in the day. So like type A, possibly more vegetarian lifestyle uh, type people with type O blood uh, may be recognized for more of a hunter gather gatherer lifestyle. So they're more meat eaters. And it's like, that was really interesting to me. I didn't, never really thought about that concept, whether that would even be anything that you could look into to see how different people with different blood types react to different ways that different things that they put in their body. So that's something I want to look deeper into now. Also along with my neurological the brain trauma and all that stuff. But I'm curious what kind of research has been done on that. And I'm going to look into that a little deeper. And another thing that caught my ear this week was speaking of Kathy with the FUMS 
podcast. Uh, I don't think it was her latest episode. It was the episode before that one. But she had a lady on there that, uh, a neuro, I don't know, neuroscientist or whatever. But she worked with a caiman frog, I believe it was called. Uh, of course, I don't have no notes in front of me about it or anything like that at the moment. But they're using the, the poison from the that's on the frog's body, and people did uh, treatments with it. And after a period of time, their gait got better and stuff like that. They just didn't need to use their walking cane or whatever. And I'm curious about that because I want to add that into research with the brain trauma things because I wanted to get into psychedelics and research that along with the neural, the brain research and uh, see what kind of things have, what kind of promising effects have come from it. But I'm really big on highly interested on the microdosing because the psilocybins, the mushrooms, they finally legalized it, I believe, in Oregon and Colorado as far as the United States goes. But uh, you can microdose psilocybin so that way you don't get the psychedelic effects like you would if you're just munching mushrooms, <laughs> shrooms left and right, the good old days. Uh, <laughs> But uh, she was talking about uh, how she was long-term using the uh, toxin from the frog and they're getting into microdosing with it. So I want to definitely research more of that because I truly believe microdosing uh, with psilocybin has done wonders for our vets with PTSD and many other conditions. But from the stories I've heard and the people I've listened to with testimonials and stuff with it, it's been a very interesting road that was that, that I was very surprised came out so quickly, not that long ago and became legal in two States already within a few years time of this all coming to fruition. So it was and our world starting to open up a little bit, but we still got a long ways to go, but you're going to see a lot more with the psychedelics down the road here. I've been following a lot of different research about it and it's been highly interesting and it's, I really badly want to go and do a ayahuasca uh, journey one time, but I know that will probably never happen. So, <laughs> so it's just not financially feasible to travel or physically wise, and you know, I have to rearrange a lot of things to get things set up so I could actually go somewhere for a short trip, but it would highly be 
interesting and very effective for research. And I don't want to just talk about things that I don't try myself, but the stories I have heard through a vast amount of people, uh, a lot of these psychedelics have shown very interesting effects and outcomes and I truly believe if we get into the naturals more, we can actually get people away from these medications that have so many insanely ridiculous side effects. Uh, it's like prescription wise, they can put out the quick fix. And then you have a crash like the opioid epidemic that just destroys so many people. Well, yet things that have helped people still are on the back burner, <laughs> are not allowed in society. But, uh, a lot of people made a lot of money off that opioid damage. People didn't give two shits when we were telling them, this is just ridiculous. Are you seriously going to let me walk in your door and just walk out with two, three, four prescriptions of different types of painkillers and muscle relaxers and no idea what I'm mixing and matching. And then you go out to any bar I increase within past how many years in uh, 15 20 years you could go to almost any bar and find someone walking around selling opioids 10 bucks a pill or whatever 15 bucks it's just sad lost a lot of good friends to that shit a lot of people either dead or in jail lost their family lost their children Lost everything, but yeah. You really look at what drugs are on what classifications. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all I really feel like talking about medical wise today. But the reason I jumped on is I checked out Nintendo Direct. This that was just yesterday, I believe it was. They had that show on, so I was going to talk about that today, but I figured I'd quickly throw in a couple of comics also. Checked out Moss number four of six. I said I was done with this. I, I don't think I was going to go for all six, but I didn't know I had number four pre-ordered, so I'll probably just finish it off. Uh, it started out again. You see in the girl... The girl with the powers, she's down to having three months left to live. Because once her powers are activated, she's given six months. Do what she can with those powers, and then she's going to die. And we see a, another girl come, a friend of hers, come to see her to tell her that she wants to also activate her powers and things to happen. And she 
shows her what she's seen and what she's gone through and some stuff happens with a another another person with power that had wants that uh, has them or is getting ready to activate their powers or something and a variety of things happening here it starts out giving me that okay you're basically being selfish to activate your powers and you're still in love with someone and it's like you're gonna pass away in a few months and it's, it's like you're a good relationships is going to be destroyed and all that but then things happen in the middle of the book that kind of get you a little choked up and get you thinking about the storyline a little further and get you pulled in a little more and then things happen in the end and it's like damn it I might as well finish it off it's only two more <laughs> issues, but you know, there's going to be other stuff that's going to bounce outside. Cause they're not just going to talk about one kid with powers. They're going to come out with a bunch of other stuff down the road. You just know what's going to happen. But yeah, that's Moss number four of six from AWA upshot. It's artist writers and artesians. But yeah, pulls you in, kicks you out, pushes you back in. And just <laughs> uh, and then the other one I was gonna talk about, I got another one of those gore cover sets. I the, I bought three of them. The third, this is the third one. I talked about black gas. I believe I talked about black gas and Escape from the Living Dead, both on the Crimson Color Comic Club podcast. At least the Escape from the Living Dead one, but I thought I did the Black Ass also. But yeah. So I figured I'd do this one on here. This is Plague of, Plague of the Living Dead. Gore cover set of seven comics. He's got the special one. One shot. Get you started out with the storyline. Basically, there's a war going on in Vietnam. Some people were sent over there, and the story basis runs off their friends that are still back home thinking of them and doing whatever. And all of a sudden, we see a whole military uh, event that happens where some soldiers are sent in to play cleanup and burn up all the dead bodies of any Viet Cong or whatever they find laying left over from a ranger team that's going in to take out a bunch of bases. And what we find are a bunch of totally mutilated, mangled bodies. And when they get caught up to the military party the other military party they find out that these military men are actually zombies and they are just going from village to village just eating and destroying everything and so they end up taking out the all the zombies military whatever zombies they found they destroyed everything and then they went back to camp and said what they seen and ended up with a military 
uh, kind of like in a detainment center and went through questioning and locked up and told that they were getting sent to a psychiatric ward for the rest of their life because they're not going to let this get out, of course, with the military. So they're not going to let that story get out. And we find out that they're not actually in Vietnam anymore. They're actually near their home town in a military base and just so happens that there's zombies that are attacking their hometown and after their girlfriends and their families and the rest of their friends and taking out the whole town and they're getting sent off to get a bullet in the head or gets put in a psycho ward or whatever and yeah see what happens throughout this and it's very interesting. We get to see lots of stuff with the military, lots of stuff with their friends and family and wives and exes and neighbors and just all kinds of things happening throughout this storyline. It was actually a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. And interesting enough, when you see a big group of zombies, it just so happens that the one zombie with the red, white, and blue flag jean vest jacket on from the Escape of the Living Dead ones that I talked about on Crimson Color Comic Club just happens to be right behind the whole group controlling them again. And you're going to have to read this to find out what happens with all those zombies and the rest of the village cities and everything else and military but yeah that was a lot of fun i'm really enjoying those books those are by avatar avatar comics or avatar press or whatever but just wonderful artwork nice smooth stories very quick reads they're not i read these this whole seven issue run this special one shot and then the six issue run that followed right into it and uh read that i well, i read a couple last night and read the rest this morning but yeah fun enjoyable tons of great other ones in their back pages just goes on and on and i'll be talking about lots of them over the next probably few months i'm sure but we're gonna leave it there and then we're gonna come right back with some stuff from nintendo direct lots of great things for the uh what you call it nintendo switch so we'll be right back okay let's check out what happened at nintendo direct actually it wasn't too bad had some decent stuff there. They had a monster Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak massive expansion is coming out in 2022. If you know what Monster Hunter is, just some more stuff to go with it. They had a Mario Party Superstars game coming out with mini games, survival, Yoshi's Tropical Island. They're gonna have two different islands you can visit. Uh, five. Five boards are going to be coming over from the N64 
I'm guessing mini game style boards and stuff. There's Horror Land, tag team match, there's online play supported. Uh, it's all on the Nintendo Switch. I think all these are pretty much Nintendo Switch things that are coming out. It looked pretty good. I gave it a five out of five. Uh, they have a voice voice of cards, the Isle of Dragon Roars. It's a fantasy card game with tabletop RPG turn-based card battles. Uh, basically, you use your skills and luck to help you make it through it. This is coming out October 28th. A lot of these will be out pretty quick here, or at least having have some demo runs coming out probably within the next week or so with a lot of these games tryouts trials i got disco elysium the final cut and you got 24 types of skills you become a hero or a disaster of a human being (laughs) you get to be a detective solve crimes comes out october 12th 2022 that one's a ways off gave that that and Voice of Cards, I both gave a 3 out of 5, because they didn't really show much for them. Same with, same with this game, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, Expansion Pass. Looks great, but unsure what the gameplay will show, because they didn't really have any, so it got 3 out of 5. They have Chocobo GP, it's racing, you can collect magical stones, fire arrows, Upgrade spells, all kinds of different abilities with it, different type of weapons, things you can do from the stones. Uh, There's magical abilities, customization for characters and stuff. Online, up to 64 player brackets, style tournaments. That's coming out in 2022. I gave it a 4 out of 5. Basically Mario Kart style racing Need a little bit more to go with the racing. You get bored with the racing after a while. But Kirby in the Forgotten Land has a Why the Last Man feel to it. Basically, end the world, apocalypse. Kirby's all alone with a bunch of critters and stuff. There's big enemies, lots of exploration, and areas to go into. It's coming out spring of 2022. Use your special Kirby moves to survive. And it got a 5 out of 5 just with the beginning of the advertisement where you see this little pink ball stuck face down in the sand. (laughs) As soon as I seen Kirby, instant 5 out of 5 for that one. A bunch of other stuff they showed coming out or having expansions or whatever. Animal Crossing, New New Horizons, sometime in November. Uh... You can get some direct stuff in October for details about what's coming out on the on that. Mario Golf Super Rush. Uh, Koopa Troopa is added to it. Ninji is added to it. Two additional courses. courses. It's available now. There's free add-ons for it. Uh, Disney Magical Worlds 2, or World Magical World 2, the Enchanted Edition. 
customize your characters, spend times times with friends, uh, explore Disney themed worlds, Star Wars, and just party with all everybody you know. Uh, there's Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, November 11th, choose your side. Uh, Dying Light 2, Stay Human, the cloud version. It's If you haven't played this Dying Light yet, it's awesome open world zombie parkour style game. Tactical combat, action RPG. You got to make decisions, shape your story, but you have to deal with cons- consequences that you decide. There's going to be lots of people in this. Good and bad people you got to deal with in this one, whereas this comes out February 2022. But if you want to kill more zombies and deal with those more, which I had a lot of fun doing, Dying Light Platinum Edition comes out October 19th. So jump on that and get your hand on it and get used to that parkour. So the second one's not so hard dealing with all the humans that you're going to probably have to deal with, I'm guessing. But I'd rather be killing the zombies. But got to have the good and bad factions, too. And you get those in the first one, just not as much as it seems like it's going to be in the second one. Triangles, triangle strata guy or strategy. Uh, your actions make a riveting story. March 2022. Uh, fantasy style demo. Res- Results are added. Uh, it doesn't really, or the demo that they just had, they added a bunch of people's ideas and thoughts. So it should be better than the demo version coming out in 2022. So, and they had Metroid Dread, which it is what it is, just made better. Uh, it's Metroid, it's what you expect, what you want. Uh, you can find out a lot more and view reports and all that stuff at metroid.nintendo.com on October 8th. You're going to have all kinds of stuff that you can check out for it. Look pretty damn cool, though. Nice upgrade, nice graphics upgrade from the old Metroids. Nintendo Switch Online and Expansion Pack upgrades are coming it's online plus expansion pack upgrades. They're coming in late October. There's going to be, they're going to be adding on gradually a collection of Nintendo 64 games. And they're adding on a collection of Sega Genesis games. There's also a Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis specialty controllers that you can buy separately to add on to your setup. To play these games if you want the old real feel, old time feel. That's just awesome hearing that. So, makes me really want to get one now. And then they have some collections, game collections coming out like Shadowrun Trilogy. Yeah, Explore a Dystopian Future. If you've played that at all, uh, Castlevania Advanced Collection, which they constantly bring out Castlevania. Collections, which it's awesome. I play them over and over. Love love the game. Then Act Razor Renaissance. Explore world build. Explore all, all kinds of 
different environments and there's world building. Uh, they got new music and boss battles. But uh, I've never played that Act Razor before, but looks pretty cool and gives a very classied up, upgraded version feel of Legend of Zelda and throughout the years. But yeah, it looks interesting. They have Delta Rune Chapter One and Two, which I didn't know much about. Hot Wheels Unleashed is coming out there for it. Yeah, surviving the aftermath. Yeah, Shin Megami Tensei Five. There's a Wreckfest coming out. A Rune Factory Five. And then big news. <laughs> this is this is awesome to hear. And sadly, it's not real time. It's animated. But there's a good chance it'll be better that way if it's animated and done right. But they have a Mario movie coming out holiday of 2022, 12-21-22. And some of the voices that they have lined up for it is Chris Pratt is doing Mario, which I don't know about that. I love Chris Pratt, but we'll see. See how he does the Mario. I mean, Mario, when I look at Mario, he's an older plumber. I mean, when they, they did the movie back in the day, they did a great job with the uh, people they chose. John Leguizamo and, oh, God, I can't think of Mario's name. Uh, but, yeah, I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. If you don't, go back and check it out. It's an awesome movie. I loved it. <laughs> I don't care what they say. But yeah, Chris Pratt is Mario. Anya Taylor-Joy is going to play Princess Peach. Uh, Charlie Day is going to play Luigi. Jack Black is going to do Bowser. Keegan-Michael Key is going to do Toad. And then, I know, it's a Mario movie, but there's going to be other characters in it. Seth Rogen is going to play Donkey Kong. And Charles Martin, or Martinet, I should say. He's a gentleman who's voiced many Mario characters in the past over the years. He's going to voice a bunch of surprise characters. And then we have Kevin Michael Richardson's going to do Cammer, which I'm not sure who that character is. It's got to be from the newer Mario games, I'm guessing. Fred Armisen is doing Cranky Kong. <laughs> that should be good. And then Sebastian Meniscato is doing Spike, which I love him. He's a great comedian, so that should be a lot of fun. So they got a good lineup of people that are doing this movie. And I was, this was a big surprise to me. I didn't know it was coming out, so I'm, I'm happy to hear that. But it's still a year, a little over a year out, so... And then to finish up the show, they had Splatoon 3, Return of the Mammillions. Uh, it's bigger, badder, more splatter. Splatsville, Splatlands, you can go to. There's advanced sea creatures, turf war, two to four player teams, new main and special weapons, single player campaign. There's mammals. Updates to come. It's coming out 2022. Looked great. I didn't give two shits about the other two Platoon games. Or Platoon. Splatoon games. This one, I want to play. I gave it a 5 out of 5. 
Then Bayonetta 3, 2022, it's coming out. Gaiju-sized creatures you get to deal with. There's fun toys, fun weapons, unique spells, colorful combat, dancing, dashing transformations, wicked allies, badass look to it, wild battles. I gave it a 5 out of 5. I played the first Bayonetta, never played the second one. Enjoyed the first one. It was quick, fast action fighting. It was a lot of fun. Very colorful. Very, I don't know, I remember her always liking to dance and all that stuff. But yeah, it's, I give it a five out of five. It looks pretty badass. So I want to check it out, but I got to get me a Nintendo Switch. Damn it. Is, I'm so far behind on this shit. I just can't afford it. <laughs> Costs a lot of money to enjoy yourself with entertainment these days. <laughs> Every which way you turn, there's another, another type of fee, monthly fee or whatever. But, oh yeah, that was a fun little show. I actually wanted to better laid out, more enjoyable, not hyped up and all that crap. I didn't even know it was coming out this week until couple days before it so it worked out pretty good but yeah we'll leave it at that let's oh actually let's end it with uh some weird old news facts see what we got at the top of the list here a woman got all dressed up with her red hat special shoes and red nail polish then she clubbed her husband to death with a lamp cut him into pieces and barbecued his ribs. Didn't say if she ate the ribs. When she was sentenced to many years in jail, she told the judge that she was a warm person who wouldn't harm a a mosquito. (laughs) The common quiet ones are the ones to watch out for. Yeah. I never know what story I want to pick or what I'm coming up with. That I'm pulling from the list, but yeah, that's <laughs> not quite video game related, but it's a interesting old story anyways. But be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick Shad Monster. Check out Crimson Call Comic Club. Check out Under the Call. Check out under more Under the Call of MS. Hopefully we'll have more fun things to come in the future. Talk to you soon.